Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In times like these, it's important to know who you can trust. At last, a new source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational, and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to... The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. I'm Charles Firth and I'm feeling very hungover. And with me are Dom Knight and Nina Oyama. Hello. You sound dusty, Charles. I am dusty. It was my, You look terrible. It was my birthday on Monday. Oh, uh, 65 years young. <laughs> Happy birthday. How old did you turn? I'm 45. Are you sure? Because your Wikipedia says you're 55. <laughs> And you look great for 55. I know. Does he, though? No. For 45. (laughs) I don't know, man. But uh, what you learn, Nina, when you get to 45, which will be in about, what, 20 years' time for Uh, you, isn't it? Way more, way more. Like 30, actually. I'm very young. Is that you can't have a big day on Monday because you still feel the pain on Friday. This is horrible. I knew you were – we yeah. obviously get softer with age. I've been saying that too. Yeah. But it's taken you a whole week to recover. I am still tired. And <laughs> I'm what, tired. What classifies it as a bender at age 45? Is that staying out till 9 p.m.? Oh, no. 30? <laughs> no, we had lunch. We, my wife and I had lunch. <laughs> we had oh. a couple of bottles of champagne at oh, lunch. I'd never so. want to get old. <laughs> yeah, particularly like that, Nina. I think you're in no, no danger of getting old like Charles. Why don't we talk about something else? All right. Well, I've, I've got something I want to talk about. Um, so, Dom and Charles, I don't know if you had muck-up day back in the 1960s or whenever you were in high school, um, but there actually has been some controversy surrounding a recent muck-up day scavenger hunt at the Shaw School, which, as you know, is an extremely wealthy boys' private school in Sydney. Mm. Now, you guys grew up near Shaw School, right? Yes, they used to kick down my fence every afternoon, those fuckwits. Um, yeah. No, it's, uh, I remember disliking them from a very early age. Yeah, same, because I went to school at North Sydney Girls, which was like around the corner, and they were part of the boys that used to bully us on the bus and be a bit racist. No way. Yeah, so. I can very much believe that. So I'm already not shocked by how fucked this this um, scavenger hunt list is. But anyway, I'll, I'll tell you more. So the scavenger hunt is titled the Tri-Wizard Shornament, which again, that's a reference to Harry Potter, like already, already a red flag. Yeah, 2020 Harry Potter's cancelled. Exactly. Like how could you not know this? But it's- is, is it just a whole lot of transphobic stunts? Is that the idea? I mean, like, no, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were. <laughs> Next year. Next, Next year. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, no, just kidding. But so this was, uh, this Triwizard Shortament list was leaked by the Sydney Morning Herald this week. And it's basically a list of challenges boys in their final year at Shaw have to complete in order to get points. Isn't that the HSC? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but these are very different kind of challenges. Isn't the HSCs mostly academic? I think you've got to realise, Dom, that, Sure. It's an incredibly rich school, isn't it? It is so rich. Like you have to be 
on the list to get into shore when you're like not even born. So you don't like. So the whole point is you don't need to learn anything at shore, surely, because you're set for life because your parents are so wealthy anyway. Yeah, and it is thirty three over thirty three grand to attend just year twelve. Yeah, it's it's one of those schools where like. Every point on the campus can see harbour, like sweeping harbour views. It's <laughs> it's obscene. It. Yeah. Well, then, therefore, you need to sort of throw yourself into extracurricular activities like this. Of course. To, so here are some yeah. extracurricular activities. Um, spitting on a homeless person, defecating on a train, oh. getting arrested, doing nangs at McDonald's. Wait, wait, what are they? A nang. Uh, it's like a cream canister that you – sorry, Dom, I forgot you're a nerd. Um, it's a cream canister that you inhale and then it makes you, like, really tired for oh, about a minute. Is that why there are cream canisters on the counter at convenience stores? I thought everyone loved whipped cream. So you get the feeling of being, like, 45 years old <laughs> for one minute. <laughs> and yeah. that's recreational. <laughs> well, it, it gives you, like, a hit of – Oh God, I don't want, I'm not endorsing drugs here, but like I've tried, you haven't tried Nangs? I've tried Nangs. No, of course I haven't. Look at me. (laughs) Yeah, fair. It's nitrous oxide. It's the, it's the stuff that dentists give you. Oh, so it's a science experiment. Yeah. I once had a housemate that was addicted to Nangs and she Mm. used to have to take them to sleep, but you just, you would just inhale them and then pass out, which I don't think (laughs) is a good way to live. (laughs) Well, to be fair, in 2020, I actually want, if it will send me to sleep, I'm in. (laughs) That's fair. It's better. It's probably better than Valium. Actually, no, I can't vouch for that. But I remember the first time I took a name because it deepens your voice. And I was kind of oh. like, I thought it wasn't working because I probably was stoned as well at the time because I was a huge <laughs> bong rat. So I remember just trying it, feeling nothing and being like, this is not working. <laughs> but hang on, Charles has the deepest voice of anyone that I know. Charles, have you been on um, the Nangs your whole life? I'm just constantly on the Nangs, man. <laughs> <laughs> so look, th- this short stuff does sound terrible, reprehensible, criminal, but I have to say, I thought Shaw boys just wore boat shoes and sat in a pub talking about rugby. Like the idea that they would go out and, and get, like even go to a McDonald's mm. or even, even catch a train, I wouldn't expect to see. Yeah, I, I think that's why they're defecating on the train because they don't catch them. That's mm. probably what I think as well. And there was a lot of misogynistic stuff. Like one of them was hook up with a belowy who's like a person below the age of 15, I think, oh, which is such a gross term. Like. It was a term that I hadn't even heard of. Mm, wow. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's bad. If, yeah, Nina if I haven't. And I know all the gross terms. <laughs> like you at our school we called them we called them laybys because <laughs> if you hooked up with them when they were younger then they got hot later, that's like oh. renewing late. That's, which is gross. Again, like I had never engaged with that, but that's a term that I knew. And belowy is just somehow much worse. You should be an expert witness in their trial. No, to, thank you, you. To explain all the terms that they use. Ugh. Anyway, I'll just be the like the Gen Z translator. <laughs> yeah, right. um, Your Honour, a nang is defined as. <laughs> okay, so a lot of these things are in bad taste, but some of them are actually crimes, right? Yeah, some of them are legitimately yeah. crimes. I mean, one of the goals is to get arrested, which is already like. Oh, look, having done that, it's not it's not as good as it sounds. Like. It's not great fun, like yeah, getting locked up in a cell. In a time where like race, racial injustice is like very, you know, it's like people who are not white get locked up for literally no reason. Mm. It's like, oh, going out and being privileged enough to just be like, I'm going to get arrested as a prank is, yeah. is so facetious. So, um, and to, the worst part is in order to like prove that they've done all these tasks, um, they have to video themselves, these boys. Oh, God. 
Which is that a good idea or is that just evidence? It's <laughs> evidence. It's evidence. Yeah, the but mo- you got to realize, Nina, they, they probably hire their own camera operator to, oh, yes. to film them. <laughs> it got- would be beautifully shot. It'd be award-winning footage. Yeah. Well, actually, the time I got arrested, this is a part of a longer story, but I actually we were, I was filming people streaking into a courtroom, and I'd fucked up, so I'd I'd buttoned off when I was supposed to button on. So there was no footage of the event <laughs> and I got in so much. He thought I deleted it somehow rather than being an idiot, an idiot, right? You always need footage. And uh, look, I was very embarrassed. So sure, the Shaw boys did get that part right. You do need the footage. Well, they've, they've actually managed to get around this as well because they're kind of, because like, I mean, if they have footage of crimes, that's, it's not good. Mm. Um, the document read, if anyone gets caught by teachers or cops, they will say that they are just having fun between the five or six of them and won't mention the tournament. Beware of COVID restrictions and do not snitch on anyone. Beware of COVID restrictions. Like they're <laughs> spitting on a homeless man. What, is there a COVID safe plan for that? <laughs> are they spitting from 1.5 metres away? Well, I don't, but the homeless man isn't COVID safe because they're getting spat on. It's still not exactly. work. But I'll tell you what, that, that shows evidence of a guilty mind, isn't it? Like that, that is actually- it's actually it's, devious is what it is. Yeah, like, they know it's, it's bad. It's the cover-up. And it's it's a good lesson for their later life, which is mm. it's the cover-up that always gets you. But to be fair to these shore boys, I mean, I've, I generally sort of saw them as knuckle-dragging fuckwits, but this is this is genuine. The people who come up with this document are setting themselves up for an amazing career as corporate criminals. Like, yeah, yeah. they're going to be white-collar, just like billionaire oh, embezzlers. That is QC material right there. I yeah, mean, all their dads are QCs and they'll get them off. That's the other <laughs> yeah, thing we need to know. But they can't even, like, they can't even do that task, be aware of COVID restrictions and do not snitch on anyone. Immediately, like, someone mm. sent this to the paper. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, I mean, that's clearly not the mark of a super smart operator, which begs the question. I mean, it costs over $33,000 to send a boy to year 12 at Shaw. What the fuck are they actually learning there? <laughs> Well, nagging, <laughs> nagging 101. But also, is, isn't the list like I've I've got it here from your link? It's full of typos. Like, isn't that the most embarrassing part? Like every I don't every think word typos, is misspelled. I don't think they're typos, Dom. I think they're just words for drugs that you don't understand. Oh, we've got a great show for you today uh, coming up, Dom. What are you talking about? I am talking about COVID. It's COVID watches back, and we're going to take a good look at the lockdown protests in Melbourne. Nina, what are you doing? This week, I'm talking about Ellen DeGeneres and her apology, inverted commas. First of all, let's go to Rebecca Dana with the Chaser News headlines. The Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, has died after trying to show off a lump of gas in Parliament. Insiders say Morrison wanted to replicate his 2017 stunt when he brought a lump of coal into the chamber. Mr Morrison opened multiple gas bottles on the floor of Parliament to demonstrate the harmless nature of fossil fuel. He told Parliament it was perfectly harmless before swaying around and then announcing he was going to take a quick nap on the floor. Outrage is growing over a land deal that saw the federal government sell land for a fraction of its value. According to leaked documents, Scott Morrison has sold South Australia to a Liberal Party donor for $100, which is five times less than it's actually worth. The federal government has announced a new NBN plan to bring fibre internet to households all around the country, a plan they insist is definitely not what the NBN was meant to look like before the Abbott government decided most people only use the internet for Morse code. However, the government has been able to hide all evidence of the failed rollout by storing it on NBN servers. That's the latest Chaser news. Check out chaser.com.au for all the latest updates. 
Thanks, Beck. Hey, Beck, I didn't see you at my birthday party on the weekend. Wait, what? I wasn't invited. Yeah, I, I know. That, that's why I didn't see you there. Fuck weird. You didn't invite me either. I've known you for like 30 years. Yeah. Did he invite you, Nina? Yeah, I had a blast. I mean, I've only known Charles for about a month, but God, he's a party animal. You were probably nanging, weren't you? Yep. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by The Shaw School, home to a surprisingly large number of bad apples. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. So this week on the Chase website, you may have seen, or even on the news, which it made, uh, a stunt done by some people who've been working with us. They went to the Star Casino in Sydney to test if they're scanning patrons properly for COVID. And they're right here with us to tell us all about it. Alex and Alexa, uh, welcome to the Chase Report. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. So first of all, congratulations on the response to the video. I think we've had 1.1 million views of it so far in the last few days. That's huge. Which is pretty insane. So what was, can you run us through, how did you come up with the idea? Um, Well, actually we frequent Star Casino all the time. Right. And um, (laughs) and we were down on our money and we just felt we need some, some revenge really. Um, (laughs) Well, it was when we were, yeah, frequenting it. And I noticed like I was actually just hot from being in the sun and I was like, he didn't, he didn't react at all. The thing made a noise and I was just like, oh. Let's actually see if they do their jobs. And so what did you do? Um, well, we, we tried multiple things. Um, we, we just essentially brought a lunchbox from my home, filled it with boiling water and, and dumped a, a heat pack in there. And, oh. And yeah. then I just placed it on my head and wow. just realized you actually have to leave it on your head for a very long time. So you started to cook to, yourself. To, yeah. to heat the skin. And I noticed I had a headache. So when I was going in, I actually had the signs of a fever. (laughs) It was actually just, yeah. And did it hurt? Like were were you scalded? It did hurt quite a bit. I noticed that when I actually got in and like, I I don't think it was from the effects of the heat pack still, but my skin, I just heated up and was red. Well, I mean, this year has been brain melting for all of us, but good on you for actually doing that. Um, How hot was your, was your forehead? Do you think? Uh, at the max, it was 48 degrees. 48. But oh, I, think, I think it must have been hotter though because I took oh, off yeah, the hat, the hat yeah, before so. that. So so like 38 degrees plus, they're meant to flag you and take you straight to intensive yeah. care yeah. basically. I mean, you for, had 10 degrees more. Yeah. We looked it up. The record was 45 and so that, they <gasps> that died. died yeah. after, <laughs> after that, like very quickly. <laughs> so um, didn't call the ambulance. Didn't even put us on the courtesy bus. Yeah. What, <laughs> no, way. Way. what did they say to you? Well, cool he, just, he just told me to cool off. And then, <laughs> when I came, and, then, and then when I came back, I think his logic was like, surely if his temperature was 48, he would be dead. So <laughs> right. he, he tried to find another explanation, which was the Russian hat I was wearing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so so if, did- if, only, if only the WHO had told everyone to just, hey, you think you got COVID, cool off. Cool yeah. off, you'll be yeah. fine. Well, just the Russian hats. Everyone in Moscow is fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And and what else did you do to try and get in? Um, well, I dressed up as a ho- what I assume a hospital patient looks like. Um, so <laughs> I bought a uh, hospital gown and, and I had a, had a drip. I think it was pretty convincing. Um, you did. Yeah. You looked like a nutter who basically just was heavily sedated and wandered out of the <laughs> ICU. I assume that's just what their normal patrons look like. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it ended up backfiring a little bit though because um, the police, like, I guess – 
What's the word? Um, they caught up to us um, <laughs> How did halfway they spot in. You? <laughs> yeah. Well, they were, they were so friendly about it because when they approached us, they approached him from a distance and you could see that they were kind of concerned. Mm. But then when they saw me with the camera, they started laughing. They're like, oh, it's just a just a prank. We've had several calls about a man escaped. Because it's so easy to escape from hospital if you have the right attitude. That's what I realised. <laughs> like police won't bother you. Just get someone filming you and yeah. you just walk yeah. right yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Finally, you had the... T-shirt. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. What did the T-shirt say? I said, I have COVID-19. Um, <laughs> and they just uh, let you in. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe my writing wasn't that great. I don't know. I tried to make it as legible as possible, but yeah, they let me straight through, let what, me touch all the machines. Which when was he was fun. actually using one of the machines, a... Someone actually came and assisted you? Oh, yeah, so I, I, I had the shirt and, on. They told you how to get me, your credit? Like, yeah, because they, they offered me like a $10 credit on my bronze membership, which was brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually paying me for this this little spook <laughs> on the podcast. Um, and, and yeah, but I couldn't work out how to activate it. So I went up with my COVID shirt and asked and they helped me out. I think- I want a T-shirt that says I have COVID-19. Not least because clearly I'd just be able to move freely around the city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Should sell them on the Chaser store. Good. Well, congratulations. Um, have you got anything planned next? I think we were going to do a video kind of showing how you guys don't do temperature checks either. Yeah. That was yeah we're filming this right oh, now. Oh, no. Yeah. We've been busted. <laughs> Or you could just go back to start actually with COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. In the service of comedy. Do you guys know where to get it? <laughs> I know a guy, he's in Melbourne. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. So Dom and Charles, Ellen DeGeneres is in the news again this week because she's come back with the 18th season of The Ellen Show, which not many people thought she would do again because yeah. there was a series of rumours. But apparently the rumours are like her workplace essentially was a hellscape for their employees. So they were told not to make eye contact with her. <laughs> she would yell at people. She would play favourites and she would fire people on the spot apparently. Um, sounds like my parenting style. <laughs> it sounds like my experience on this podcast. <laughs> Anyway, um, but beyond that, producers on the show have recently been accused of racism and sexual misconduct by the employees. So that's led to an investigation within the show. But fuck that. Ellen is back. And in her show opening monologue, she actually denied knowing about the behavior on the show and gave a kind of semi-apology. But before I get into that, I just want to play you some moments throughout Ellen history that have shown she might not have been as nice as we thought she was. Mm, Okay. So this is the first clip. It's from uh, her talking to Dakota Johnson about her birthday party. You turned 30. I did. And um, how was the party? I wasn't invited. (laughs) Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. So if someone caught you out on a lie saying that they had invited you to your birthday party, would you double down or or would you be like... Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, well, that's wrong. We've got a good case study this, Charles. Why weren't we invited to your birthday party? Oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> well, okay. So Charles, that's quite an elegant way out by apologizing. But Ellen does not. She doubles down. But I did invite you and you didn't come. So this time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ugh. Ask everybody. Oh. <laughs> wow. Ask Jonathan, your producer. Who okay. said you were? I yeah, was invited. Right Why didn't I go? I don't know. Was it, was it? Oh yeah, I had that thing. Um. So she totally got caught out in a lie. She was gaslighting Dakota Johnson. Wow. Yeah, so that clip went super viral and the internet actually figured out the dates of Dakota's party and the dates that Ellen was watching sport with George Bush and figured out Ellen ditched Dakota's party to watch sport with George Bush. With George W. Bush. With George W. Bush. (laughs) The well-known homophobic George W. Bush. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so it's very interesting that Ellen's built her career on being an LGBT icon, but she'll hang out with the homophobic George Bush. So, I mean, I feel like that's like if, you know, you didn't come to my party because you were having lunch with Tony Abbott. But, Nina, you never invited us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> anyway. Where were you? What? what? <laughs> just kidding. I would never invite you to my parties. Um, <laughs> you, know. you just couldn't handle it. Now, forgetting you weren't invited to a party and trying to convince someone that you were, it might not actually seem that bad, mm. um, but Ellen's done even more questionable stuff. So when she had actress Sophia Vergara on the show, she tried to teach her English. Oh, no. Now, yeah, keep in mind that Sophia is Mexican, but she speaks fluent English. She's mm. on a show called Modern Family, which is an American sitcom. So here's the exchange, and it's pretty uncomfortable. I have been trying to teach myself Spanish, so I've been doing a Spanish word of the day. Oh, really? Yeah, so I thought I would teach you an English word so that... Uh, oh. Okay, I know English very well. Okay, I I know. So, Was the word racist? God, I wish. So after this exchange, I meant Sophia's such a pro. She goes along with it and Ellen mocks her accent the whole time and she gives her some words like flabbergasted and Sophia nails it because she speaks English. But then she throws this word at her. What about discombobulated? Discombobulated. Wait, say it again. again say, Matt, I told you no, this. No, 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 say it again. I, I knew that was a better one. And he goes, uh, yes. tell her to say flabbergasted. Discombobulated. Discombobulated. <laughs> wait, I give me like three times. Flinglomblastulated. <laughs> Discom... Come here. Come, come here. Discombobulated. So Ellen chose a specific word she knew Sophia Vergara wouldn't be able to say just so she could poke fun at her accent on live TV. What a fuck. Why does anyone watch? No, I would watch this show. This is, she's being awful. She's yeah, being, she's being awful. Mm. And also, who says discombobulated? I've never heard someone use that in a sentence. I, I think a lot of Ellen's fans would have been after that saying. But, I mean, just imagine being on her staff, like, yeah, if, if she's, she's, if she's got like, like Latinos, Latinos on. Yeah, if she's doing if it she's live got on air. On the staff, what is she what doing to the staff? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not even the worst thing. So one of the oh most famous God. Ellen is mean moments actually came from Mariah Carey back in the early 2000s. So Mariah Carey, there were rumours that she was pregnant. And when there's rumours someone might be pregnant, what yes. do you normally do? You don't say you a don't word. Ask. You don't yes. like that's the rule. The rule is even if they're 40 weeks pregnant and they're in labour, you still don't ask a woman whether they're pregnant or not. Exactly. But guess what? Ellen, instead of doing that, tried to force Mariah to drink champagne 
on her show to prove she wasn't pregnant. She tried to force oh a possibly God. pregnant woman <laughs> to drink alcohol on Against TV. Her will. That's awful. Yeah. Wait till you hear it. There's rumors. Don't discuss that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you don't have to. Answer. No, that's okay. No, no honestly, you don't have to answer. answer. Let's just toast with champagne and decide. Well, they've if, been uh, saying that since we. Some champagne. It's it's just fattening. So, you can you know. have champagne. That's not champagne, because you can. No, it is. One. Is it really? Yeah. You want to you want to taste it? I can't believe you did this to me. Oh, no. And then she drank the champagne. Oh, that's excruciating. Mm-hmm. And guess what? This year, Mariah actually came out and revealed that she was pregnant at the time of the interview, but she didn't want to reveal it to people because she was actually having complications. And later, she had a miscarriage. And I don't think it was because of the Ellen Show, but it was Ellen was you know. Pressuring her into drinking That's alcohol. That's why you don't ask, particularly on television, I know. with champagne. I mean, how could we have possibly known that Ellen had a toxic work culture? <laughs> how, where were the signs? I mean, the thing is, I, I just always thought Ellen was this happy-go-lucky, lovely, elf. always dancing elf who was just really funny and innovative and a pioneer. That's because I never actually watched the show. Mm. Yeah, man, she's straight up evil. Anyway, but her show, again, it came on air this week and they've had higher ratings than ever, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah. And so let's fast forward to this week where she apologised on her first episode of the show. So this is the way she began the apology. If you're watching because you love me, thank you. If you're watching because you don't love me, welcome. (laughs) How was everybody's summer? Good? Yeah? Mine was great. (laughs) Super terrific. So there's two things here. Firstly, She's like, is this a way to start an apology by mm. saying, even if you're hate watching me, you're giving me views? Yeah. Mm. But also it sounds like she was just getting really upset about the consequences of her actions <laughs> yeah. arriving. I know. It's also just like this entire summer has been horrible for everyone with the fires and mm. COVID. And she's like, I got called out on my, you know, <laughs> shitty behaviour. Like, Anyway, um, but she does a brief proper apology after this. And then she launches into a monologue about how she's known for telling people to be kind. But actually, having this reputation is really hard for her. There were also articles in the press and on social media that said that I am not who I appear to be on TV because I became known as the Be Kind Lady. And um, here's how that happened. I started saying be kind to one another after a young man named Tyler Clemente took his own life after being bullied for being gay. I thought the world needed more kindness, and it was a reminder that we all needed that. And I think we need it more than ever right now. Being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. So let me give you some advice out there. If anybody's thinking of changing their title or giving yourself a nickname, do not go with the be kind lady. (laughs) Don't do it. Did you hear where she left the space for applause (laughs) after she said we need more of that now? And everyone's like, we still don't forgive you, (laughs) Ellen. But so, but she doesn't. She didn't intend to be known for kindness. It was actually a mistake in her admin of her career. She meant to just have a moment. But instead she got trapped into saying be nice to people. She accidentally built her entire brand on being kind. Isn't that terrible? What a faux pas. But it's also like she said be kind because, you know, of the suicide of a gay teenager and then now she's like, yeah, I wish I never said be kind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck that kid. Like it's just so incentive. I mean, what kind of of marketing should she have come up with to be realistic, do you think? Well, you always lead with your weakness. That's marketing 101, isn't Mm, it? Yeah. So, it's worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> With all your weaknesses? Yeah. <laughs> I just branded myself as a failure yeah. and now um, I do it professionally. 
Yeah, so what should it be? What's what's her weakness is that she's a horrible, horrible woman. (laughs) Be genuinely unpleasant to each other. That's what she should have said. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. Chaser Report is brought to you by The Shaw School. Teach your son all the skills he needs to succeed in the business world, like spitting on the poor and pooing on trains. The Chaser Report. Now, just in case the podcast so far has been just too much fun and too much lightheartedness, it's time for... COVID Watch. It's our look at all things COVID, the disease and news sweeping the world. So, Charles and Nina, actually some quite good news this week. Numbers are finally looking good in Melbourne. The curve is flattening. They've had a couple of days in the past week or so where numbers were in the teens. What that means is the lockdown has definitely worked. If you look at the curve, it goes way up and then it goes way down at about the same rate. Uh, The lockdown's probably going to be over soon-ish. The Premier's going to look at a loosening this weekend in Melbourne. Are you saying that Dictator Dan is finally loosening the rules? Yes, it's almost as though he's not really that much of a dictator. Oh, uh, no, I'm sure Hitler and Mussolini also loosened the mm. rules from time to time. <laughs> but he made people have to go to sleep at 8pm. That's when bedtime was, 8pm. <laughs> That's right. And so, look, given that things have been looking bright, it seems quite strange that the weekend before there was another anti-lockdown rally. Here's a clip from the Nine News Report. Protesters have swarmed Chanston Shopping Centre singing a John Farnham anthem to mark the third consecutive weekend of anti-lockdown rallies. Is that a good way to protest what you call a dictatorship and a lockdown, singing John Farnham's You're the Voice? Um, no, when you sound like that, oh, my God, at least get, like, a good singers if you're going to protest something fucked. Were they trying to... Make people not join their cause. Maybe it was a sort of, you know, edge. There was an agitator inside their group. Yeah. <laughs> Undermining the harmony. John Farnham, everyone will join us. Yeah, I feel like there's some like left wing troll that's like, if we sung John Farnham, everyone will respect us. Just trying to make him look ridiculous. Well, that's funny because, I mean, that was actually better than the next bit of the song. Have a listen to this. I think you can hear the agitator. So my question is, gathering in a mall during a lockdown mm. uh, on mass like- to sing that song, mm. which part of that should be the most illegal? I think they should take the advice of the song and make noise and make it clear. Don't <laughs> sing out of tune. And Yeah, I, I think, oh. I mean, that song really should be illegal before 1am. Yes. Like I think you're allowed to break out. In, in a, and only in a pub. Yeah, I think if Dan really is a dictator, he's mm. got to make singing that song ever. You get shot on sight but, by the cops. But also, isn't the one place that is open in Victoria is supermarkets? Like, like, isn't it the one place where they were actually allowed to congregate? We'll get onto this because so, the organisers of this were quite clever within the general insanity of being anti-lockdown. Mm. They said, go to Chadston, buy some essential items first so you're there legitimately. Then we're going to do this big sing-along. Right. John Farnham's manager came out and said, do not sing the, <laughs> the voice anymore. <laughs> Although, and that, that, was, that was not for political yeah, reasons. Yeah. It was just on taste ground. But to, be, to be fair, that performance does make John Farnham sound like a good singer. Um, <laughs> So, look. Um, Actually, I think that, that guy with the strained voice was John Farnham. <laughs> 
So they were just out there in Chadstone with a bunch of toilet paper and hand sanitizer yeah, yeah. Singing, <laughs> singing You're the Voice. So here's what happened after that. But a few minutes later, demonstrators scattered to avoid police. So it was kind of a flash mob. They bought their stuff, right. got together, sang You're the Voice, and then um, dispersed. Is that a good strategy? Well, just let's look at this broad sweep of history. We had, you know, Gandhi led a mass movement of uh, non-violent protest. Yeah, the people power yeah. in the Philippines, um, those big protests against Marcos. You know, Mandela had yeah. a 27-year war of terrorism and um, and student protest. Mm. Uh, and then we've got the Chadston Fun Fun Flash Mob. They were there for 10 seconds. <laughs> I also would like to point out that Chadstone is actually, it's the biggest shopping centre in the Southern oh, Hemisphere. Oh, it's massive. Isn't it? Oh, is it right? And it's called, it's not actually called Chadston, it's called Chadston the Fashion Capital. I did mm. a gig there and we weren't allowed to call it Chad. We had to call it Chadston the Fashion Capital. Like it is the most bougie fucking place. It is. Like it's, it's the first place I ever saw a T2, put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So so that's what happened. So they all assembled there. And the strange thing is it actually worked. Like the, the cops in their big trucks, the big riot police, got there too late. So it was a total success, mm. which is why I don't entirely understand how a journo was there to record these mm. batshit opinions. We're having a freedom gathering, yes. There are potentially... Far more people that will lose their lives due to the lockdown measures. This is freedom of speech and our human rights have been violated and it's disgusting. But hang on, the fact that they got to sing their whole fucking song and then pretty much get the whole protest over and done with without, you know, getting super interrupted, seems to me that they actually do have freedom. Seems to me that I don't know what they're protesting. The freedom to sing John Farnham doesn't seem to have been curtailed as much as it should have, uh, frankly. Uh, But look, so... You've got to be impressed by the organisation of this, right? Um, they were pretty clever about this one, that they got out of there before the riot cops came in. They got away with it. There were none of those scenes of sort of violence and, and scuffles with the cops as per last time. And here's how's this for clever. They'd then organised another protest right afterwards elsewhere. Demonstrators were then told to go to Footscray Market, but no one showed up. Yeah. No one showed up. (laughs) Well, you know, the other thing though, Footscray is in like a lower income area. Mm. So presumably all those rich, you know, conspiracy theorists were like, oh, we're not going over there. And we've done our shopping at Chadston, the fashion capital. We won't be going to Footscray. I know, they should have held it in South Yarra. Then they actually would have showed up. But look, I think my favourite comment during that nine news report, which is where all that audio is from, by the way, I came from this bystander who was also in Chadston trying to buy essential items. How about coming to help us out in the COVID wards? Come and help us out. Come and help us out. Are you a nurse? Yeah. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. The Chaser Report is brought to you by The Shaw School. Pay $33,000 a year to raise a fuckwit. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. Well, that's the Chaser Report for another week. Hey, hang on. It's late-breaking news with Rebecca Dayanamuno. How can you possibly seem surprised in 24 episodes of the same thing? Well, it may not have been this time. It's The Hangover. Anthony Albanese has unexpectedly excited millions of Australians by finally standing up to Scott Morrison in Parliament. However, disappointment quickly set in after it became clear the opposition leader just wanted to fix the Prime Minister's tie. Well, that's it for another week. Check us out on all our socials and including our YouTube channel. 
uh, which I don't know how to find it on YouTube. You, I don't seem to. Do you, do you know anything about searching for things? You got to search for the chaser on YouTube, and it's one of the there 15. Is a, there's a search bar, I yeah. believe, and I know, you can just it, type whatever it, you want to search for into the search bar. This is such good content. I can't believe we aren't ranked higher in the Australian oh. podcast ranker. Go on, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts using the code. I went to shore and I'm sorry. Oh, hang on, hang on. I've just found out the URL to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash chaser. I remember I set that up so people would remember it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we've got a new stunt video up there, which uh, everyone should check out. Um, That's it. Uh, Thanks to our producer, Mike Liberali. And we're going to leave you with a special ad for a very special school. Do you want your son to become an arrogant fuckstain who thinks it's funny to shit on a train? Entrust his education to the Shore School for Boys. At Shore, I learned how to rip a cone on the Harbour Bridge, get kicked out of Mossman Cellars and do nangs in Cremorne Mackers. Admittedly, I failed my HSC, but we had some jolly times. Hmm... Maybe Cremorne Mackers is hiring. The shitheads we produce at Shaw learn practical skills they'll use their entire lives, like sack-whacking strangers in the balls. I spat on a homeless man. Not because of an end-of-year prank, it's just something we do on weekends. You can't get an education like that at a public school. Shaw guarantees parents there will be no consequences, even when their boy's criminal antics make the papers. Our old boy QCs and judges will make everything go away. Shaw taught me not to listen to women. It was the perfect preparation for becoming an Anglican priest. Sure, it costs $200,000, but the privilege is priceless. Hey, voiceover lady, you're a three out of ten. Can we have sex on camera? Uh, no, I'm afraid I'm above the age of 16. Ah, oh, bugger, there goes another 20 points. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.